0: Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get inside into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield.
1: Hey, 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 welcome back. Sam Wakefield here. It is the Close It Now sales training podcast. Today, we are diving into the solar side of things. If you've been listening for very long, you know, we've been HVAC-focused for about four years now. In fact, in May of 2023, we just had our fourth anniversary. So thank you, every, every, every one of you who've listened over time. And if also, if you've been listening in the last several months, uh, you've recognized a little bit of rebranding because I went off and learned and mastered the solar industry. And now my focus is a, a portion of what I do now is show you as HVAC professionals, as business owners, how, you know, as an individual, you can make an extra 30 grand a month on top of what you're doing with HVAC um, or more even. And as an owner, you could literally add seven figures, eight figures to your bottom line without adding, out adding a single piece of overhead to the road. So that is a big part of what I've done in the last several years. So thank you everyone for listening. I am really excited to introduce my guest today, this gentleman I have known for about three years now. He is one of the, uh, the, the people that I personally know that has the absolute most solar cells and installs, over 600 installs in the industry, in solar, and uh, it's just mind-boggling when you think about what that means as far as numbers go, which we'll, uh, we can, we'll dive into that here in a little bit. He's one of the most disciplined and uh, and just absolutely one of the best leaders that I've ever met in my life, in my career. And what I love the most about him is his unwavering faith and his just passion for, um, for you know, he's a, a believer in Jesus and is not scared to tell anyone who asks about that. And his, uh, you know, today we'll actually, we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to. I call it be in flow but to be connected to connected to source connected to your maker and you know really follow the path that uh, you feel is the best path for you and so I'm super excited to introduce today Mr. Cameron Macbeth he is a partner and seven figure earner with his solar company and seven that's seven figures a year y'all we're talking about owner dealer money without having to own the company so pretty excited about that and uh, so welcome to the show Cameron glad to have you on today
2: Thank you. You made me sound really, really good. And, and <laughs> Bro, on top of that, it.
1: you've earned it, man.
2: I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it, it, imagine if we just in, introduced everybody we came across that we know well like that, right. Um, just oh, how that could powerful. pack their day. Uh, you said something, um, I used to be afraid to, uh, you know, let people know my faith in Jesus. And so growing out of that is, has been a, probably the, one of the greatest experiences. It's really impacted a lot of different areas of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing is just like not caring what people think, right? So yeah. Uh, appreciate every everything you said, you know? Yeah, I love and it, that- man. What was the big turning point for you? If that
1: wasn't always the case, where was the big moment where you said, you know what, I just don't really uh, care what people think anymore, and I'm going to be authentically me. And the people that We'll be attracted to it. We'll be attracted to it. And if other people leave because of it, you know, they weren't my people um, yeah, when did that moment happen and what's it been like very,
2: very recently, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and it's funny, I, I think I just got really, uh, it just got really exhausting and tiring and I hated the mentality of being stressed about what someone else thinks, you know, Um mm-hmm. uh, it's an ugly place, man. It can take you into really dark places. And so I think it's been a great bridge, right? I'm back in the gym for the first time in a little bit. I wasn't mm-hmm. going because I was scared of what people would think about how much I was lifting, right? <laughs> and it's just a direct correlation. And so I think not being worried about my, like what people say about my faith mm-hmm. has just, you know, it's impacted, like I said, a lot of different areas. Um, And, it's, sure. and like overnight, you know, it's been pretty, pretty incredible. So I love it, man. That's that's cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, fitness is huge. I mean, so many what pe- so many people don't understand. And if you have for all of you that have listened to the close it now podcast, you've heard me say this over and over. Um, and every time I bring in a, uh, you know, if I'm doing on site training at a, at a company, and if I'm doing one on one coaching in, the, in my one on one coaching program, one of the things we've talked about the most is sales is not the performance of an hour. It's the overflow of a life.
0: You mm. know,
1: if somebody steps into a sales appointment and they're good enough of an actor to like, or they try to just act for that hour, hour and a half, or however long you're in that home or on, on virtual, and man, homeowners, their BS meter starts to go off. That they, they can smell mm-hmm. it a mile away, and so you just have to be so authentic and that's why sales get such a bad rap, you know, people who try to be who they're not and it just doesn't work. Right.
2: Well, and it extends straight to leadership. Right. I think, you know, um, I, I look at the leaders in our organization and, and mm-hmm. leaders that I follow on social media and I see things that I'm like, wow, they're doing stuff that I just couldn't fathom. Right. And, mm-hmm. but I get so much feedback of how much of a strong leader I am. And I think it's because of that level of vulnerability, right. Being able mm-hmm. to willing to share things that, most people are, are bottling up if they're going through it. Uh, and, and also when you talk about that overflow of a life, right? Like, you know, I think uh, some of your listeners probably when they hear 600 installs in solar and, and whether they're in solar or in a different home improvement, that might seem daunting. And then other people are going to understand what I'm saying because they, they are either an owner or they've been in the industry a long time. All it is is consistency over a long mm-hmm. period of time. I've been with the same company for almost six years Mm-hmm. Ten installs a month is you know about seven hundred installs. Uh, you know when you when you multiply it by seven or six years, and so mm-hmm. uh, I feel behind the curve. <laughs> to Got to get it. up to that seven hundred number, you know. So, so everyone listening
1: that is in solar, listen to this guy. He's talking about at ten installs a month, feeling behind the curve. I want you to take note there. Um, hmm. And the other thing that you mentioned is the power of consistency. Um, you know, so what if we can go out and do, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 installs in a month, and then you don't do anything else for six or seven months. What does that look like? That, that, that sounds like anxiety and a migraine waiting to happen. Like, well, okay. When's the next one? Right. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, there's nothing worse
2: than having a huge paycheck and then not seeing any money for three or four months. I've been there. Know what that's like? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yep, you got it, you got it. So, uh, so let's dive into some sales a little bit. Uh, you are of everyone that I've seen. Um, you know, so the, the context for for you, Cameron, you haven't heard a ton of the way we uh, the way we trade the way we coach is. You know, I liken the sales appointment to baking a cake. You know, there's mm-hmm. key ingredients in every cake, right? Flour, sugar, butter, milk, egg those five things will bake a cake. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be a delicious cake? Absolutely not. It's going to be flavorless. It's going to be bland. Nobody's going to like it because it's not going to taste like anything, but it'll bake a cake. That's how most people go into their sales appointment. Every sales appointment has the key ingredients that we have to do. Hi, my name is, um, what are you looking for? Here's the technical details. I'm about to vomit all over you, all the spe- all the spec sheet and the technical details. What do you want to buy? Hmm. Right? And that's, that's most people's sales appointment. That's what the uh-huh. presentation sounds like. Uh, but I'd love to dive in a little bit about the importance of discovery because you execute probably the very best discovery of anyone that I've ever seen and uh-huh. had the experience, the privilege of uh, having you train on it a few times. So Talk a little bit about the importance, so uh, what discovery is, and then the importance of discovery
2: and how to implement it in a sales process. Yep. So, uh, you know, I, I learned it from Dave, our CEO, and, you know, it's an event similar to what you've seen. By the way, Cheeto wants to say hi to everybody. Hi, Cheeto.
1: <laughs> for, for everybody, Cheeto is the one of the coolest um, orange cats that you've ever seen. Uh, this will eventually make it to YouTube. Uh, currently, we're audio. audio as of June 2023, we're audio.
2: But we're, we're rolling out the YouTube channel. I love it. She uh, She's very excited to meet everybody. Anyways, um, yeah. So in terms of discovery, though, there's, you know, there is a turning point. Uh, you know, something that Dave has always said about me is I am very, uh, very good, if not the best he's ever come across at taking something implementing it immediately and putting it into action and then, you know, Mm -hmm. ultimately uh, mastering it. Right. Uh, And I think that for a long time wasn't the case. um, But in terms like when we look at discovery, what I think a lot of people forget is, you know, there's definitely a how in the sales process uh, Mm -hmm. from the, from the rep standpoint and also the homeowner standpoint. It's like, well, how do you make that possible? Discovery has nothing to do with the how it's all about the why. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, you know, our process is is essentially uncovering what it is they're looking for. Right. If you are door knocking or if you're running, you know, paid advertising uh, appointments uh, or you're in a warm market uh, referral of some type you're Mm -hmm. sitting down with them because they have some type of uh, need or want for the product or service that you offer. Right. And so it's incredibly important to uncover Mm -hmm. what it is they're looking for. Right. Uh, Because like when you look at solar, for example, there's so many different whys, there's so many different reasons to go solar and, and Mm -hmm. not everybody's going to have the same reasons. Uh, So uncovering that is very important uh and 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 what a lot of people don't do and this is probably the the key to mm-hmm. discovery is understanding what it is they're scared of right sure. why haven't you gone solar yet why haven't you changed your hvac system yet whatever it is mm-hmm. what why did you wait till now to do your roof right mm-hmm. um what is it that uh you don't want right so what is it that you want what is it that you don't want and i think the most powerful discovery is kind of coupling two different wants and two different don't wants, and then giving them away, right? If there was a program or a way where you could get mm-hmm. what you want without what you don't want, would that help you, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I never use I or me language in discovery. It's all about them, right? Okay. And if you do this effectively, they can't say no. They mm-hmm. have to say yes, right? And that's what's so powerful about this. Uh, you know, and 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 I think a big mistake that people make in the first 10 to 15 minutes is they're immediately trying to sell their product. This is right. why people put solar. This is why people, you know, change their HVAC systems. This is <laughs> what most people are looking for. And it's like, no, 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 no. If you're doing an effective discovery and an effective sales process, you should be talking about 40% of the time. And they're, mm-hmm. they're answering questions to guide you towards a, their own buying decision. And I think that first 10 to 15 minutes is absolutely crucial. Right. Nice. And then, you know, to, to wrap it up uh, once you get out of, you know, once they answer that question, yes. And I've heard so many different answers, right? Like I've Mm -hmm. heard, yeah, I've also heard like, well, could you ask it again in a way where I could say no, (laughs) you know, like like (laughs) literally people have said that to me and I was like, well, that's obviously the point, right? That's the goal. And then Mm -hmm. what I'll do is I'll take it away and be like, honestly, I don't even know if that's possible or if that's something that we can do. um, But if you'd like, what I can do is, and then whatever your sales process is, and, and uh, as true. long as I give you the thumbs up, now you're you're good to go in terms of you know really, uh, you know diving into the 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 rest of the sales process.
1: I love it. I love it. And that's um, the principle that we teach in permission based selling, uh, which is why when I met Dave originally, him and I connected so well in our sales philosophy and because his the the solar presentation is built in the same model and it's a three-step process um, so to reinforce this for everybody step 1 is asking permission step uh-huh. 2 is giving data whatever the data is and step 3 is that check-in question and uh-huh. those are your those are the power questions that will lock in each section before you move to the next permission question to give uh-huh. the next section of data yep. and uh, so what so the question arises then When somebody doesn't just answer, yes, sounds great, cool, uh, yeah, that would help on that question, how hard in the paint do you go with it? Do you uh, move on by? Do you let it sit? Ask it again? Tell us about that process when somebody's resistant to uh, playing along, so to speak.
2: Yeah, I've definitely run into it. Uh, However, I've gotten very, very good at it to where... Ninety-nine percent of the time, I'm getting a yes first try, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, However, sometimes there's some resistance, and it's usually not because they're resisting the question or you. It's because they weren't paying attention. Mm -hmm. So all I do is re-ask the question, right? And like, if you, you know, I I can't really like think like of a perfect example to regurgitate on this podcast. But what I can say is like, the question is not different. Maybe the like, like the lead into the question is slightly different. I'll be like, yeah, no, totally. That makes sense. Um, Well, I mean, so, I mean, but let me ask a different way. Uh, If there was a program and then I just do the same exact question. Another key to is like a lot of times when I don't get the answer that I'm looking for, it's because I'm not using their own words. Right. Ooh, so, powerful. for example, if a homeowner says they want to go solar because uh, they want to be a part of reducing the carbon footprint, I'm going to say exactly that. So if there was a program where you could go solar now and you could do your part to reduce the carbon footprint without blah, 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 mm-hmm. would that help you? Right. So it's very, very important, especially in the beginning for the newest rep, if you have a difficult time listening like take notes of what they're saying, right? Write down their two reasons why and their two reasons why not. Um, I've, I've never actually truly done that because I've learned how to actively listen mm-hmm. uh, through literally this process. So, because I knew how important it was, like I just believed in it, right? And so, yeah, yeah. first was doing this I was really paying attention and listening and over time I got better and better and better. And so now like when I ask that question, it's impossible for someone to say no because they're paying sure. attention. They hear their own words and they're like, Whoa, right. This guy's actually mm-hmm. paying attention and it's, you know, obviously right. subconscious, but it's powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, that's what we talk a lot about philosophies and why we do some of the things we do. What's mm-hmm. happening there is um, so for everyone Everyone in podcast land, that's, that's called reflective listening and repeating back exactly what they said, because we all know that at the end of the day, sales is 10% sales and 90% psychology. Mm -hmm. and It's our job to, to whatever your presentation is, to learn it, to forget it. If you've ever played an instrument, the whole point of learning a scale is so you're not thinking about the scale when you're trying to communicate music, you're trying, you, you, learned it well enough that you can forget the scale itself. And now you can express yourself with combination oh. of notes. So it's the same thing with scripts and all those kind of things. We learn them well enough that we can forget them and focus on what their response is to what we're saying. And yeah, this is one of the most, I love it because in that reflective listening, it hits that. Um, I talk a lot about the moment of rapport. The moment of rapport is that second that the you turn the corner and all of a sudden, their shoulders relax. They go from being combative to working together as a, that client. And you cross your arms; they cross their arms. You, you know, you look at your watch; they look at their watch. And there's no <laughs> no better way to get there than uh, like legitimately using uh, this process.
2: It's, Reflective. I mean, yep, exactly. Here's Cheeto's sister, Apricot. I <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: love it. Sorry, love it. <laughs> two orange <laughs> kitties in the house. So for everybody yep. that doesn't know. Cameron McBeth is a partner with Apricot Solar. Uh, they're the uh, they're the fastest growing solar company in the country. I know there's a couple of other companies out there that advertise that they are, but they're actually, those are old, that's old news.
2: Uh, that's hmm. not the, num- the
1: numbers. Or it, you know. <laughs> or it was never
2: true to begin with. Or it was
1: never true to begin with. Not going to name the, any names. Yeah, the numbers are uh, legitimately, we are the fastest growing company in solar. So that's who I've connected with as well. And um, so everyone listening, if you want to learn more about what we talked about, adding to your bottom line without adding overhead, um, definitely reach out. We can, uh, we can show you how that's done. But let's talk about solar a little bit more in generally speaking as an industry, because you, while you've been with the same company for so long, you've seen a lot of other companies, seen a lot of other companies come and go. You've met a lot of the leaders. Um, and tell us a little bit about your experience with some of the the
2: goods and the bads of the industry. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the good, like I mean, solar is the future, and the future is now. Mm-hmm. The way I look at it is like, out of the elements, the sun is guaranteed to come up every day. <laughs> if it doesn't, we're in a heap of trouble, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, that's the so, least of our worries. Is if, <laughs> if the sun doesn't come. <laughs> So, so that's the way I look at it, right? Like it's definitely the way of the future. When you look at like, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 million homes in America, uh, or more, no, more than that. It's like, like 90 million homes in America. Uh, there's a lot of free real estate on residential homes. Uh, you don't have to necessarily take up acreage in some you know corner of Utah, like we hear from Elon Musk, although that's not a bad idea. Uh, And so when you look at it, it's like, okay, there's definitely an energy crisis, right? There's 100% an energy crisis. How do you solve that problem? Well, you definitely have to introduce new ways. You know, when you look at um, what we've done over the last 100 years with, you know, the industrial revolution, we've definitely left a footprint that's not, you know. We, like there's a lot of data out there that's hard to decipher and there's obviously two sides to the coin, but the, you know, the way I see it, there's gotta be some way we're impacting the world in a negative way. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, there's definitely a feel good sense to it. Uh, people are already paying for electricity, right? We know that exactly. right now coming out of COVID uh, energy bills are the highest rising you uh, like costs for homeowners uh, like Period. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously rent has been going up uh, and and gas prices have been fluctuating quite a bit. But when you look at the cost of energy, especially in uh, states like Texas, California, Arizona, like Nevada, it's like a significant increase. I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, natural gas costs uh, had rised on average 26 percent last uh, last year, like in the in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. of 2022. That's huge. But, oh, it, it, yeah, you know, and this has been going on on the electricity side of things for a long time, uh, especially in California, and now some of these bigger states are starting to follow suit. And so, uh, solar offers a, a, a literally a way for a homeowner to be able to not only get rid of a cost that they're already spending money on, um, but replace it with something that they own that they can pay off on their own time frame, and in most in most cases, you know, get. 30% uh, savings roughly uh, month one, you know, maybe last minute more, but uh, it just, it's, to me, it's a no brainer. And and when you look at the industry, I mean, aside from finance and banking and tech, it's the only other multi-trillion dollar industry. And so when you look at the fact that, okay, you know, the government is supporting renewables, And actually has a timeline for how many, uh, you know, years until we get to 50%, uh, you know, uh, renewable Mm -hmm. energy uh, consumption and production, uh, you know, that's like 20, 30 million homes by 2040, I think. So we're talking about the largest transfer of wealth in the, in like the history of our lives, bar none, right? Mm -hmm. You know, this is like even bigger than the tech bubble um, or the tech boom, right? So so there's there's a lot of positives to the solar like the, like when you look at solar and the concept big picture wide view lens it's amazing, mm-hmm. right? The problem is it's unregulated, right? Right, exactly. And and uh, you look at people see this right, and and unfortunately there's a lot of people that that live on you know what's in it for me right w, uh, WIFM. and uh, and 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 you know have a lot of influence right so uh you can make a lot of money really fast and kind of the mantra in solar has always been get in while it's hot make your millions get out reinvest it whatever right and like that's not necessarily a bad thing but it leads to bad behavior mm-hmm. and so you know you see just so much of like homeowners taking being taken advantage of um you know in turn to like if you truly understand the power of this industry and that it's like a decades long runway, Mm -hmm. like multiple decades. uh, Why then is it that the turnover on reps is so high? And it's, again, it just, it comes down to the fact that people are in it for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm, Right. Um, And so, and so like, you can't really build a culture around knock as many doors as you can until you make a million dollars. And then when January 1st hits, do it again. Right. And and that's kind of how like the sales organizations are pretty much structured for the most part. Um, So, you know, with that, you're going to have to rebuild constantly. And it's crazy Mm -hmm. to me that there's been companies that have scaled that model at large. Right. The thing is creating
1: constant, constant burnout. Right.
2: Yeah, you know, they're they're like, you know, it's just take like a, a company with 250 reps, like that's a pretty, pretty decent sized uh, organization. They're, they're literally rebuilding 95% of their organization every single year, because people are mm-hmm. either going to uh, uh, quit because they got burnout or didn't have a lot of success because they didn't have the tools to, to learn what they needed to in order to, to make some money in this organization or this industry, excuse sure. me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They, they leave for the greener grass and then you got the 5% that sticks around. Right. Um, you know, and so uh, like we address these issues at Apricot a lot. And so I, you know, I'm very keen to it. You know, I've had conversations recently with people that have pretty decent sized um, organizations in Texas. And, you know, we, the last time I talked to him was in 2021 yeah. and uh, you know, he's rebuilding everything. Right. And yeah. it's just, and it, and it's there's no shame in that it's just mm-hmm. it's not a sufficient way to actually take advantage of this opportunity that we have in this industry uh and and, and you know again a lot of people are in this for the right reasons they're just their their mechanism is is inefficient right so true, true. Uh, so yeah you know the good, we, you know, we know how good this industry really is. And if anybody has common sense, they see it, right. Mm-hmm. The bad, it, you know, it can get ugly, right. People are getting taken advantage of reps and homeowners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really it's not even just about that. It's about like that people are just trying to do this in an inefficient way. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah, that's what exactly. I think more than anything. So mm-hmm. hope that's not too long winded, but that's kind of my no, take. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. I love it. And thank you for that. And so let, I want to camp out a little bit on the inefficiencies, and um, that's part of why uh, what I'm. Fo- I've chosen one vertical, you know, in HVAC to really combine that. But there's lots of verticals to. Uh, while solar is standalone, what I also learned as a potential negative while I was just solely focused in the solar before I, I relaunched the, the podcast podcast. Everybody listening is the single biggest deficiency or biggest problem in solar for somebody that's strictly only doing solar is what not enough leads not enough hmm. people to talk to and yeah. so that so that's that's you know definitely recognize that as one of the biggest inefficiencies because when you have people who are really great at closing and they're doing low value activities which i mean of course lead generation is high value but also if that can be if you can be constantly sitting in a house closing versus lead generation then your value goes up so what are some of the efficiency ways that you have recognized there are ways that you're improving that um so there's not a constant turnover turn can we can help more people be successful than 95 percent leave to go do something else because they didn't put in the work or they didn't get what was, you know, the the pipe dream of solar.
2: Right. Yeah. A hundred percent, you know, and this is something that like, like at our event that we just, you know, had in the past couple, a uh, couple, or last week in Vegas, like this exact topic, there was multiple notches of the light bulb being twisted until I was just like, Whoa. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I love this topic. Uh, so, you know, you don't hear too much about, organization is talking about we've got too many leads we we don't know what to do with it we need more reps right you yeah, can run it's always that. the opposite yeah you can run into that you know i've seen it for sure in fact when i started with this company back in 2017 that was exactly what was going on right we had mm-hmm. six people that were able to close in the home and like we were running three to five appointments a day driving two three hundred miles a day that's a full day right yeah You know, like with my sales process, it takes two to three hours because I'm really, you know, making sure that it's a solidified deal and and we're not, we don't have time to talk about, you know, the whole process, but like closing three deals is like kind of max when you talk about drive time and Mm -hmm. two to three hours in a home. Like, I don't understand how people close five, six, seven deals in a day. It blows my mind, right? It's very impressive, but just doesn't work um, with how I do business. And so, you know, uh, like... I mean, there's some people that are just masters on the doors, right? They're gonna be able to fill a calendar, right? I've heard uh, you know, I was talking to Julio uh Aquino about this, and when he first got into solar, he set 13 appointments on his first day. Mm-hmm. love me. it. Crazy. I've never even heard of that ever. That's, that's like cra- yeah, it's huge. With, with bills, right? Um, and and like, you know, that's like next level, right? Mm-hmm. Uh you don't find that very often. And and again, like If we're being honest on this call, like nobody truly wants to door knock, right? So you keep having to recycle these Mm -hmm. knockers, these appointment setters, right? When you look at uh, when you look at uh, paid advertising, whether it's through Facebook, YouTube, uh, you know, Google AdWords, uh, uh, I'm blanking on uh, the the source that people use for Google, uh, but you know, you know what I mean. There's a lot of ways.
1: All all you have to do is hang out a a flag on your like LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram that says mention solar at all. And instantly there's what, five, 10, 15 people a day messaging you, trying to sell you solar
2: leads. Right. right, Literally. Yeah. And so but when you go back to 2017, I, you know, I had the pleasure to work with Tyler Eggleston. We built out a call center um, and I did the majority of that. and he just spent money on leads, right? We were spending two, mm-hmm. $2 to $3,000 a day. And Dave, uh, you know, who owned Pacific Green Energy, which is essentially apricot today, was just killing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was able to scale 10x overnight because Dave is really, really good in the home. He's got really, really good reps in the home. We've got really hot leads because nobody's doing this, mm-hmm. right? And then freedom goes and scales this, mm-hmm. Right. Now it was we were crushing it for about six to nine months, roughly about a year, uh, and then we hit a roadblock because Facebook wouldn't allow us to identify people as whether or not they were homeowners or not, so we couldn't filter out non-homeowners, and so we had to sure. readjust, right? And when that happened, there was a flood of these people that are like, you know, basically promoting uh, uh, lead gen for for solar. And so as this is happening, the cost is just drastically increasing to gain access to um, people's attention on their, on their media pages. You know, so we went from like spending, like, you know, being able to get leads uh, for like five bucks a pop to $15 a pop to like, sometimes it costs upwards of a hundred dollars per lead. This isn't even Mm -hmm. an appointment. Right. Sure. Uh, And so the cost per acquisition just went through the roof. And so, you know, it, it it still works really, really good small scale, right? Like mm-hmm. guys like Brian Decker, who are just master, master closers, he's able to spend, you know, five grand a month and make that into 50 or 100 grand a month, right? Just closing yield. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the minute that you start scaling this, it becomes super inefficient and, and very hard to make your money back, especially right. with, a, with a, 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 you know, a, a an install that's going to take 60 to 90 days, sometimes longer in some Mm -hmm. markets, right? So you're always in the red. You're never green because you're always waiting to re earn that money back. Right. The AR
1: on that is so difficult to manage if you don't have just a big, huge runway to start with.
2: Right. Exactly. So, you know, and then again, like a lot of people don't have the appetite. If you're a small sales organization, I definitely recommend it. If you've got really, really good closers and you're just short on leads spend the five to $10,000 a month because you will find a sweet spot. It's just going to get really difficult to scale that. So, uh, so yeah, you know, and so like the light bulb though, what happened for me and like, we talked about the inefficiencies of like turnover, right. You know, Mm -hmm. companies, uh, constantly having to rebuild, um, the light bulb for me was, was affiliate marketing. And this is nothing new. This has been going on for decades if not centuries and and from what i understand like i don't know how they did it but amazon started as an affiliate marketing company and the whole concept is uh giving people that don't have the capability to do something full-time the ability to cash in on an opportunity Mm -hmm. as part-time as they want right whether it's uh you know, one or two hours a day, one or two hours a week, one or two hours a month, whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what I'm doing right now is I'm building out an affiliate army with systems that help people get into action as frequently or as non-frequently as they want. Sure. Um, we're talking about realtors, HVAC people, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody that has a net, like, an extensive network of homeowners that would be interested in making money in solar, they're just very dedicated to what they do because they love it and they're doing well. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah. and then, yeah. and then you got, you know, you got people that just, they, they can't take the risk of quitting their job, putting everything aside to spend six months learning something because that's mm-hmm. the learning curve, whether it's solar HVAC or anything else, like sales, oh, takes easy. Money, you know, and if you're mm-hmm. a hundred percent mission like we are in solar, good luck. Right. Like <laughs> right. You make money, you eat what you kill. Let's hope you're a good hunter. Right. And so, like, it's so hard to find someone to be willing to commit to that and then actually have success. Right. You know, you and I are a rare breed, man. And anybody listening to this call that's in this industry, like, you're a rare breed. Like, you are, in my opinion, top 1% of individuals because not a lot of people have the guts to like go in, go in and, and figure this stuff out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even with mentorship. So, uh, so yeah, like, imagine you know, literally 1% of people are, are capable of doing what we do, right? Well, affiliate marketing opens the door to the other 99%. And right. when we're talking about 20 or 30 million homes going uh, solar between now and 2040, that's how we're going to do it. And what's crazy is 30,000 homes that go solar in a year is a billion dollars in sales revenue for a company. So mm-hmm. like even if we did 100,000 installs a month uh, not a month a year we are barely scratching the surface and we're worth billions of dollars as a company like wow. billions billions take the number you know i think that's roughly three and a half billion in, in sales revenue like you can 10x that right mm-hmm. like in terms of like the actual value of that company with how people right. like uh, organizations so it's sure, just with the valuation absolutely yeah and what like let me take out my calculator what's a hundred thousand right like so obviously it's a a yearly basis, but if I take a hundred thousand and divide that by the lower number, you know, two, uh, twenty million, that's point zero zero five percent of of how much you move the needle. Excuse me. Wow. Uh, it's 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 a half a percent. You're moving the needle half a percent a year with a hundred thousand wow. installs. I love that. So
1: for everybody <laughs> listening, what Cameron's talking about, there's a lot of times you'll hear. Um, it, especially you start to see solar where you're at, where you're located in a lot of places, and you'll start to hear people talking about oh, you, it, solar's not going to last very long, it's almost done <laughs> oh, you better get in because you know you only have a few years to, to make any money that is absolutely not true what he's just talking about, 100 thousand installs moved the needle for the entire industry a half a percent,
2: a half a percent and, and and that's so only so talking about around. oh yeah and that's only talking about the 20 to 30 million homes that the government has mandated to go solar between now and 2040 there's a whole nother, like that's 30% of the market yeah. and the market's oh, growing yeah. houses are con- constantly being built so really we're talking i mean what's what's half a percent times 0.33 right like we're really talking no uh yeah yeah so it's really like uh like less than a quarter of a, it's like, like just over a 10th of a percent. Yeah.
1: It's
2: insane. It's just yeah, there's so, much,
1: so much open, uh, open market, open blue sky in the industry. And especially now, um, at least with our organization, we just rolled out the commercial side of, uh, of solar mm-hmm. as well. Uh, because up until now, I mean, we're strictly residential and to scale from, zero to 89 million at like the end of year three and year four uh, as a company that's massive growth and that and now to be you know pushing a half a billion dollars in in a calendar year as a company and that's not that's zero that's 100 residential you know so that uh that now that we're wow. adding the commercial piece which of course are bigger projects you know sometimes slower moving but Wow. It, the it, the market's insane. It's, uh, it's amazing. I love the industry so much. And, uh, you know, and so kind of back to the lead conversation to an efficiency. That's partially why I wanted to have you on today because you are, are a master at the affiliate uh, affiliate program, what you were just talking about. And so it's definitely a way where um, as an individual uh, in HVAC, uh, sales rep, service tech, you know, just a a comfort consultant out there, you're in front of a constant flow of people every single day. Part of your discovery is already asking the questions, Right, sandwich right in, hey, when it's summer and some rooms are cooler, other rooms warmer than the rest. And then the winter, when the heater's working and rooms are warm, which rooms are colder than the rest? Also, are your electric bills higher than you'd like them to be? Oh, they are. How much? What do they get to? Okay, great. And you don't have to completely take over your HVAC presentation with a solar presentation. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is adding in the question of, so with your new brand new solar system, we're going to be able to reduce your electric bill by, for example, 20%. Um, would you be open to learning how to get rid of the rest of your electric bill? Mm. And. They're of course going to answer yes. Okay, great. I don't know if you knew this. We just introduced solar as part of our organization. We we partnered with a company that's doing it right. Because it's hard to find people to trust out there. And thank you for trusting us with this. Love to connect you with our solar. Or if you want to take that on and learn it yourself. Like, great, no problem. Hook me up with your electric bill. I'll go work my magic and we can just hop back on Zoom and I can show you what that looks like for you. So it doesn't clutter up the HVAC presentation. You've already got them taken care of there and then you can show them how they can combine it at no money, $0 to convert. And then, hey, let's just knock out the rest of your electric bill while we're here. It's part of our service as a company. This is how we're differentiating from the entire rest of the market. Part of our service as a company is we also provide a free energy evaluation for your home that's all-inclusive would you like would you be open to uh, that that free evaluation they show you how you could possibly save tens of thousands of dollars great (laughs) and so, so it's like we're constantly in front of these massive amounts of people and it's just introducing a couple questions like that and learning the word path and the language patterns to get interest and now you know if you're have a company that you know you want to have a dedicated person that just focuses on this, or if you want to take it on on yourself, you know we're de- Cameron and I both are definitely training people all over the country um, how to have that conversation and you know what it looks like. I mean, because what's a what's an average commission on a solar cell, uh, Cameron? What's that looking like right now?
2: Yeah, I, I think it varies a little bit market to market. I like to be conservative, so okay. I always say four to six thousand. But a lot of people sure. are average you know, around seven, 7,000, you know, some 10, some two, just kind of somewhere in there. Sure. Yeah. But uh, the beautiful thing is like everything you're saying and what we haven't even mentioned is like the way we're leveraging it and the way I recommend anybody that's using affiliate marketing to re- re- leverage it is like onboard them as a rep, have them mm-hmm. do 10% of the work and then give them 50% commissions. It's free money. You're going to, you're not spending a dollar literally. Mm-hmm. For this lead and, and 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 the thing i didn't even highlight is like the inefficiency of lead gen whether it's door knocking or you know paid advertising or whatever cold calls is they're all cold right mm-hmm. you know door knocking is cold uh which i think turns into a warm lead very quickly once you have gained access to like sit down at their kitchen table um but again it takes a lot of time to find those right uh, and then, you know, when you look at lead gen, especially at scale, you're sitting down with people that are shopping like four or five different companies. They have no idea who you are. You have to develop mm-hmm. all this report. Affiliate marketing is like someone that has developed a relationship, whether it's a personal friend or client or whatever, that already has trust built. Right. So mm-hmm. for like HVAC, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, companies that are listening or, or reps, like you've already done the heavy lifting. Yeah. Right. I like to use the example of realtors, right? Like it takes a minute to sell a home, right? It is not a, it is not a, a a fast process. And so like, you've done all of this work to, uh, to gain someone's trust, to make the biggest sale and biggest purchase for this individual that they probably will ever make. Right. In most Mm -hmm. cases. And, uh, and so like the conversation for passing solar is just that easy, right? It's like, Hey, I really appreciate the opportunity. By the way, you're in a territory that's probably going to average anywhere from 2 to 300 dollars a month for electricity. I have a a friend that I really trust. He does solar the right way. Uh and uh and there's a there's there is a way where you could possibly eliminate what you pay for electricity and replace it with something that you own that's actually cheaper and is locked in for life until until you pay it off. Um so, I don't know if that's possible, but is it okay if I have him give you a call? That's how I would approach it. I want (laughs) to have as much control as possible, right? Rather than them say, Oh, I'll give him a call. No. Like, is it okay if I have him give you a call? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's immediately up to the solar advisors. uh, You know, it's his, it's his duty at that point to make that call. So, right. uh, But, but the point is you're taking warm market and leveraging it at large scale. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's the beautiful. Thing. And so what I'm really excited about, I got a call tomorrow and we're, we're implementing systems on how to get people into action on the affiliate side part-time. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, yeah, man, I mean, it's game over if you really leverage this and get after it, it it's, you know, it's going to take a little bit more time. Like I could go into the field right now, knock some doors and I guarantee you I'll set a couple appointments and one of them will probably close and install. Right. Um, but for me, dude, I'd rather spend three to six weeks really really building this out right Mm -hmm. uh and still door knock, just not as full-time as i was right sure Uh, sure still run marketing appointments from from paid advertising but just not Mm -hmm. as much as i was because like this is the answer this is Mm -hmm. the answer so yeah
1: so with this move and and of course we're seeing it in a lot of ways and this is a topic that i'm going to dive into as well is virtual you know so with that move, one, that means you're you're going to be a lot more efficient in lead generation, of course, because other people are out there doing the work. It's not just maybe a canvassing team that's setting appointments. It's people all, all over. Uh-huh. But this also lends itself towards a lot more virtual appointments as well, uh-huh. which, you know, as much as we see it because we're in the industry, it's ba- barely, barely, barely starting and barely being tapped. Um, right. So talk a little bit about virtual appointments. And, and it's something what we, you could do. With, um, I was leading, I, I taught a webinar for 350 people in like May or June of 2020 on how to sell air conditioning virtually. So something that is happening, but not many people are really diving into it. I think they're scared of losing the personal connection. Um, so I know yeah. you've done a lot of virtual. talk. Talk to us about that shift and the ability to kind of be that hybrid person. This person's in-person, this person's virtual. How is that working out for you?
2: Yeah, so, you know, uh, like, obviously, the in-person sales process is always going to be king. Uh, But what virtual, like, just in terms of a connection, right? But when you look at virtual, it opens up the market to everywhere, right? You know, Canada, uh, the United States. Like, I don't know how many providences there are in Canada, but we're talking about a very large country (laughs) as as well as as United States, like geographically geographically speaking. And so, you know, for me to be able to sell a deal in Texas from my kitchen table in Sacramento is just crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, on the inefficiency side, though, virtual paid leads close at a very low percentage at scale right the break even point no matter what because the leads cost a sin. the same the break even point is, is like a 10 11 percent right so you really need to be closing uh deals between 12 to 15 percent to earn any profit mm-hmm. virtual close closes less than eight percent wow right? so um, I've had a lot of success because I basically just took my normal in-home sales process and found a way to copy and paste it to virtual and uh, and I am very good at, you know, getting people to do things even over a computer screen. That's just experience, that's all that is, sure. right? Yeah, it's-, it's very doable and small scale, again, very doable. But the key here with virtual, again, with affiliate marketing is you're not, it's not like, you're not losing a connection. Mm-hmm. You're talking to Aunt Sally's, uh, or you're talking to Sally's Aunt Susie, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone who knows this person well and has already, bought something from them or or is like very close to them right sure. like these potential like these like these warm market affiliate leads when they get a utility bill using solar as an example right they 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 acquire the actual bill and then mm-hmm. set an actual appointment that sits it's closing at 90 percent Whoa! did you <laughs> hear that everybody it.
1: talking about an 80 percent difference in close rate
2: Oh yeah. And it's like, the, but the, like the, the, the money is way more than 80%, right? Like it's like, you know, we're talking about like 700, 800% growth, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't sure. even be off of zero there. I'm not very good at math. I just, you know, if you put a dollar in front of it, I get pretty good at it. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but we have the data, right? Like we've built out a, a team of about six, 16 to 17,000 affiliates over the last like 11 ish months. And mm-hmm. uh, that, those are the numbers, right? Like that we know the numbers. And so that's why I'm so excited about it. Cause like, I didn't build an army of 16,000 affiliates. We had someone who was already very good at this in a different I- industry, apply this to solar. And once Dave figured it out, it, he it blew his mind, right? Mm-hmm. And, and something I really want to highlight here um, because I got so excited that I was ready to just like, you know, run in one direction with tunnel vision. Do not stop doing what's already working, right? Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I got this from Dave yesterday. Like, hey, knocking doors is working for us. Running, uh, uh, you know, these marketing appointments from our lead gen company is working for us. We don't want to stop doing what's working. This is just another avenue, and if you do it correctly, you're going to be able to make now money through sales, right? Utilizing what already works Mm -hmm. while also scaling something that can potentially replace something that's a large overhead, right? Sure. The way I yeah. look at it is like turnover with door knocking is overhead, right? <laughs> you have to continually utilize systems, right? To mm-hmm. to, to be on board new reps and, and go through training and whatnot. And that's time away from the field. That's money spent on recruiting ads, whatever. And then obviously, you know, paying for advertising for leads is a high cost for a lot of organizations. So you know, it's it's not going to happen overnight for anybody. But if you do it right, you can put yourself in a position to where everybody that is trained to be a closer is filled with a full day, five six days a week, with warm market virtual leads. Right.
1: Yeah. But I mean, nothing better as a closer than just sit all day long and just sit with
2: people and. That already want to
1: buy. They already want to buy. Already
2: know you, or at least know the person that referred you, because oh, it's just oh my gosh, it's just yeah. Imagine that, right? Like obviously, it's still tremendous amount of work because the key here is like it's it's not making your life easier. It's just more efficient, right? Yeah. It's still going to take so so much work because the key the key here is getting people into action on a part-time right. basis you have to have systems in place in order to to make that work right right and so yeah, like the barrier of entry
1: to, needs to be so low for them to just be able to just do it without having to spend the enormous amount of time training or anything else just be able to go and immediately take action and see yep, results
2: 100 100 yep so mm-hmm. Um, We already have the systems in place that are working. My job right now with my personal team is just implementing that into, uh, into action. So we're, we're, yeah, we're excited to say the least, man.
1: Love it. (laughs) Yep. Success happens at the speed of implementation, not the speed we learn it. How fast can we put it into practice?
2: Yeah. hundred percent. Powerful.
1: So, and this is why I'm so excited for everybody listening. I mean, a story of, um, you know, kind of affiliate, uh, an affiliate story. Uh, We had a guy, his name was Charles and, He got really good at setting appointments. He didn't have to. So so as an example, this is how you can build into your bottom line build it as a, um, if you're in an area that you just have a really, maybe make a relationship with somebody that's in solar and work out a deal with them. You know, if you want to send me a message or send Cameron a message, um, absolutely reach out to us. You can hit me at uh, sam at closeitnow.net. I'm happy to. If you're in California, let me know. I'm happy to hook you up with uh, with Cam and get you connected over there um, or anywhere. If you if you connect with him uh, more than me listening, then perfect. Let me know. We'll, we'll get you connected. But more importantly, so Charles's story, he got really good at just setting a, an appointment and passed those appointments uh, over to the closer. This was when he was first starting his seller journey. He didn't learn. How to present, he didn't learn how to close the deal, he didn't have to learn how to do anything. This is what the affiliate looks like. And you know, for HVAC people, if you don't want to go through the effort of learning all of it, you don't want to have to deal with that, but you want a way to keep doing what you're doing, you're in front of a ton of people and really capitalize on solar money. Um, what Charles did, he went and set up a bunch of appointments, like 12 of them closed one month, and his next month's paycheck was twenty-six thousand five hundred dollars. Hmm. not learning the not learning the process not learning anything about solar other than just getting people interested enough to set an appointment with the person who followed right behind him and closed the deal so that's easy definitely and that's one person setting enough appointments that 12 of them went solar so that's an example of and that's, you, know, how that's, you that's can a, that's add
2: into your company 50 percent split right so like yeah. that's the powerful thing you know and and maybe maybe we're getting you know, a little salesy here, but like at the same time, again, this the whole idea is to open up ninety nine percent, right? And there's people in Canada and many other countries that could literally do this from their computer, um, mm-hmm. if they have a network here in the United States. And so, um, yeah, man, it's just so powerful. Like two, two, two key takeaways about Charles is like he was dedicated full time, right? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. so not everybody's going to make twenty six thousand dollars a month doing Absolutely. a, a full time business, but it is definitely possible, right? If you have a good network, like you're doing 10% of the work to earn 50% of the pay. With with the how we're structuring it, right? And mm-hmm. you know, if you want to implement this into your business, and you're already thinking about, you know, other uh, uh, industries that correlate well with what you're doing, um, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds like a lot of people that listen are, are in HVAC. Uh, just know that, like, you, it's to me, it's worth it to pay 50%. Right. Mm-hmm. To me, it's But again, you can structure it literally however you want and, and scale it as fast or as slow as you want. You know, so it's. Yeah, absolutely. Smart. Yeah. Those, no and
1: there's, you got it. Yeah. And there's plenty <laughs> of other verticals. I mean, if you're in an area and, you know, in the Facebook group recently, there's been a lot of people talking about, man, I'm doing great, except I just don't have enough business yet. I don't have enough leads. Um, a great way to generate leads is create yourself a referral network if if you don't already you know go if you if you're not going to groups like BNI or your chamber of commerce events your local rotary clubs and lion clubs and all the all the business networking events with, that are designed and built to uh, people from di- all different trades to pass referrals to each other build your own take ownership in your own business and your own income meet just literally go on go on google and just search for the top rated companies in your area and pick up the phone and start calling and say i'm building a referral network i'm one of the top people in a track i'm one of the top people in solar in my area i would love to build a network so we could exclusively pass leads to each other and we can meet each other's networks because you're already in the homes i want to be in go build your own network Uh, this is a way to to start into that affiliate." The process, solar, HVAC, combining them, if you're plumbing, electrical, windows, there's literally people that listen that do California closets. It's the same process.
2: You know, <laughs> if you're selling
1: in-home or selling virtually for home improvements, the process is the same. Replace this widget with that widget, and we're all in the same houses. Why not support each other? And if that's what mm. I love so much about the affiliate program. It's a way to add a lot of extra income without, like I said, 10% of the work and 50% of the pay. So
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. There's so much good in that, you know, and you know, like it's not to get uh, spiritual or religious, but like, you know, when you go for it. supporting each other, I just think of God's work, man. Um, you know, we we need to we need to earn. Like that's part of how this world works and, and mm-hmm. God uh is okay with that, right? And so why not leverage the ability to be able to like have everybody win. Right. Um, and so, you know, there's so many ways to do this, man. There's so many ways. And, and, and the way I look at it, the, you know, I was talking to one of your mentors, we share um, Jimmy J's about like how, you know, let's just use door knocking and as an example, right. I know most people in home improvement do some level of that. Don't treat it any different. Right. I'm going to use solar as an example. Cause that's what I know. If I screw up a a solar knock, I just cost that homeowner $125,000 in savings Mm -hmm. on average. It's the same thing if you screw up an affiliate conversation. So like how many doors do you have to knock to find the person that's willing to give you a bill and essentially set an appointment? It's the same in affiliate. If you're good at door knocking though, here's the key. If you're good at door knocking, if you're good at sales... This is going to be a an incredibly easy conversation. Like I have not had any. I've, I just started really leveraging this Monday. Today is Wednesday.
1: <laughs>
0: right.
2: I've had no 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 lashback. I, I think I've had one conversation with someone who's like a little hesitant because they feel like since they work with a loan company, they don't want to uh, cross any lines that could potentially sure. put them in, uh, in harm's way with their with their job. So you know. But like again, most of the conversations have been very smooth. It's, the key is, like I said earlier, getting them into action, right, and mm-hmm. having a system in place. So uh, treat it like door knocking. Yeah. Just do, it. just do it. That's all you got to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and find soon and figure out what's working, what's not, and 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 just continue to you know uh, implement, right. So
1: love it, love it, love it. So glad we circled uh, circled around to that because it, it's so uh, it's definitely powerful. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, when you're talking about if you screw up your process, you've cost that homeowner, what I'm truly hearing from you is I care about that homeowner. Mm. It's about truly serving them in a way that, you know, the, none of the rest of the market is. Everybody else is out there. You know, if they're knocking the door, if they're buying leads or what, however they're connecting with the homeowner, there most people are thinking i wonder how much my commission is going to be in this in this deal
2: <laughs> i've done that and the
1: second you get commission breath again their bs meter starts to ding 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 yep. and you're toast you're out the door it's not about that it's about how can i serve this homeowner today in fact i'm actually really excited i've got to interview um podcast that's going to drop this Friday, that's the same topic from a uh, another sales trainer in the HVAC industry, Nathan Goff, and his, uh, his whole thing is service, you know, how do we serve the homeowner better? Mm, Are yeah. there things that we can do to add more value if they buy from us or not?
0: Now, yep. we know
1: that the way that we can help them the best is by helping them buy, Yep. Absolutely. You know, that yep. we can't help them. We can't keep them from being taken advantage of by other companies if if they don't buy from us. Yep. Right. That's the way to help them the best. But how can we add value every time, you know, if life philosophy is what? Give more value than you take.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's beautiful.
2: What is that? Uh, think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, the man who does more than he's paid for, will soon be paid for more than he does. Right. You got it. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, and 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 just to kinda add to it, and I, I don't like to do this, but I do have a lunch that I gotta get to here. Um, so I don't have too much time left. But no, you're uh, good, it's time to land the plane, so right. Uh but but you know, you talk about serving the homeowner, right? You said Nathan Go- Goff? Uh huh. Yeah,
1: yeah. So Nathan Goff. Yeah, he's
2: over in Carolina. Uh does HVAC sales training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and he's a hundred percent, right? Like if you're in the service minded uh, you know, if you're in the service mindset, like it's really hard to lose. Right. The other thing too, is like, if you're thinking about your commission, of course, everybody needs to make money. Uh, However, it's very small minded. Mm -hmm. You're thinking about one sale, right? When you could like this model of work, you know, 10% of work for 50% of the pay. Like that's serving, that's being of service to other industries that could leverage this opportunity in solar or HVAC, vice, you know, you name it, right? Et cetera, et cetera. Right. And, uh, and like, for me, dude, uh, you know, I look at giving up 50% of my commission to gather thousands of warm market leads. So it's much bigger thinking, right? Right. So (laughs) You know, not only are you if you get commission breath, you're putting yourself in a hot spot with the homeowner one on one right there for that one sale, but you're yeah. also putting yourself in a position to just be limited to to the amount of leads that come in, no matter what, right? Sure. So yeah, Your you have so scale that thinking out, mm-hmm. and uh, the best way to do that is to make sure that everybody you know profits in some way, shape, or form, right? So mm-hmm.
1: love it, love it, love it, man. Well, thank you for hanging out with us today. This has been a very enlightening conversation and, uh, I always, always enjoy when we get to connect and, uh, yeah, and bounce ideas off of each other. Uh, any last, any last words before, uh, while we've still got you on here that you want to impart
2: to sure. these professionals out there and, uh, that are moving forward. Yep. Uh, the, the thing I'll leave you with is something that I learned from Robert Proctor, who's our new chief, uh, technology officer. And, uh, what he has seen in decades of experience with business, very, very high level individual worth a lot of money, um, is the reason that business. there's four reasons businesses fail, um, arrogance, stupidity, ego. Then I forgot the fourth. Darn it. Man, it's such a good point. Uh, uh I want to say selfishness, but I think that falls on in line. Um yeah, I can't I can't think of it. Uh but yeah, man, you know, figure out like I guess what I left Apricot with at our event is like, you know, figure out your purpose, right? And something that I think is really, really powerful, you know, like you know my story with uh with with alcoholism, right? You know, I've suffered, been uh, very, you know, blessed, um, you know, grace of God to be sober almost three years now. And uh what I, what I left people with is, is, is the power of day negative one, right? Um, a really good friend of mine, uh, got sober, uh, uh, on June 2nd, of 2004. Yeah. 2004. He's 19 years sober and he doesn't celebrate June 2nd. He celebrates June 1st. Interesting. And the reason for that is because he really wants to remember what that day felt like. Right. And from his POV, um, what it felt like, you know, in the hundred degree heat, walking on that dead crunchy grass and what it felt like under his feet into a home of squatters, uh, full of alcoholics and drug addicts, um, Mm a couple dozen cats and no litter box, remembering the smell. Right. And just remembering where he was in that moment. And, and so I, I correlate it to business, right? Like if you, if you got into an opportunity, right. Remember what it was like before, what was that like last week before you found it? Right. And mm-hmm. just remember that that's why you're here. And 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 I think, you know, when we talk about gratitude, it's really an action word, right? What you do is really going to show whether or not you truly are grateful um, for what you say you are grateful for. Uh and I think the most powerful thing you could do is remember day negative one. Wow. Day negative one. Hmm.
1: That is I've never heard that concept. And thank you for sharing that is powerful. So Day negative one, everybody. <laughs> man, talk about that will keep you driving through those days, even when you don't feel like it, um, because you know, you've got that bigger purpose. So mm. powerful. Love well, it, thank man. you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Always a pleasure. Everybody listen to the podcast. Uh, mess- email me, sam at closeitnow.net. Uh, Cam, how does how's everybody get a hold of you?
2: Yeah, uh, you can reach me. I just usually, usually use my work email, uh, Cameron at apricotsolar.com. Uh, that's the one I check. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I mean, you're welcome to give me a call too. Um, but probably the best way to, to reach me is my Instagram, which is dot uh, M-A-M-B-A. A-A-A, three A's at the end. So Nice,
1: love it. Yep, everybody go follow Cam on his Insta. He's, he's working on building that. We'll get you a blue check. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you're in anywhere in California or you just want to talk to Cam about uh, solar, uh, about what it's like in with his affiliate program, he's talking about it's new, it's innovative in the industry. We're totally disrupting the industry this year. Uh, reach out to Cam. You can reach out to me. I'm doing the same thing. As well, um, you know, helping uh, helping HVAC people get into the solar vertical. And mm. So, reach out to either one of us, and we're happy to definitely happy to go share a lot of that information with you. And otherwise, just uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. It's yeah, been man. a really great conversation. Thank you so Thank much. You, Sam. love it, and uh, thanks for the uh, bringing your apron kitties on the uh, on the show. As well.
2: <laughs> and, uh, I love the attention, man. So. Uh yeah tell your listeners if you get a chance thank you so much it's it's an honor man uh very privileged to to be on this call and hopefully i was able to impart some guidance in some way shape or form and um, love it and if not us uh, connect and you know you can you can get a beer and i'll have a soda water <laughs> <laughs> sounds good no i'm actually so speaking of that
1: i am actually uh since january yeah i'm uh how many is 6 months sober now so Wow, yeah, 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 good stuff, so Love in it. fact, what we normally in all this individual episodes we do a, what's in your cup section and we talk about uh, coffee and new new coffee grounds and the yeah. mushroom water movement and and yeahante and all the different things what's what's good for your brain, right so Love but it. all right, well, let's land this plane, everybody, we're gonna uh, wrap it up like we always do at the end of a podcast. You go out there, save the world one heat stroke at a time.
0: podcast.